From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaBecca Live on ESPN 106.3. Uh, Stone, what do you know about Coco Golf right now? Delray's Coco Golf at the U.S. Open. Coco Golf is surging. I do know a lot about her. Ask me specifically, I'll answer. But no, she Golf, looks like she's playing well right now. She's just busting everybody's ass right now in the best form of her career. She's an actual threat to win the U.S. Open. Uh, second round action, and as it stands right now, she's already up a set. And then up 3-1 in the second set. So it looks like things are uh, are going well for uh, for Coco. couple of things, real quick NFL things. So the Dolphins don't get Jonathan Taylor, uh, the Colts running back. He's been placed on the pup list. Uh, he appears to be unhappy about it based on uh, some likes, some, some Twitter likes. He's not happy. Uh, the mystery team we find out, the Dolphins were involved on Jonathan Taylor. We knew that. The mystery team, according to the Indianapolis Star, the Green Bay Packers. The Packers were the mystery team. Also reported by Indianapolis media that the Colts were asking for ridiculous things like Jalen Waddell in a trade for Jonathan Taylor. And your boy Pat McAfee, soon to be our teammate here on ESPN, Pat McAfee tweeted something like, uh, asking for Jalen Waddell in a trade for Jonathan Taylor. That's wild. Uh, Yes, Pat. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, Pat. For a running back in 2023, yes. It is wild ass for Jalen Waddell in return, plus picks for Jonathan Taylor. I don't care how young Jonathan Taylor is. Stop. Have a brain. Think about it. So it's clear that the Colts were never serious about trading Jonathan Taylor. They weren't serious. Reminds me of another general manager I know, Joe Cronin, Damian Lillard. Like, the Heat and Dolphins are just dealing with non-serious people. It's very frustrating. And then real quick, uh, and and from a Dolphins standpoint, would have been awesome to have Jonathan Taylor absolutely 100%. But would Jonathan Taylor have fixed the injury problems that they have in the secondary? No. Would Jonathan Taylor fix their protection issues in front of Tua? No. So it would have been awesome to have him. Uh, A great weapon. But to me... That is not even a top five worst thing that happened to the Dolphins in training camp. So this is what you're riding with now. And I'm at peace with it. I think Josh Jacobs ruined it for Jonathan Taylor and the Dolphins, right? I mean, you had uh, Dalvin Cook signed for 8 mil with the Jets, and then Josh Jacobs got paid $12 million. Yeah. So I would assume JT was asking for 12 from the Finns, and obviously but, that Waddle in the first got thrown in. I mean, it's just yeah, a whole bunch I, of stuff. Like, I don't think the extension, the money, was the issue for the Dolphins. They would have found a way to do that, even though they're a little bit cash-strapped here coming up next couple of seasons. I think the Colts never really were serious about trading him. They were going to make it impossible for anybody. Um, so that's frustrating, but you move on. The Patriots releasing Bailey Zappi, former Western Kentucky quarterback. Jeanette, we saw him at the mm-hmm. Boca Raton Bowl. Stone uh, and him had a good conversation yeah, after Stone, that game. Stone loves Zappi. I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's a Zappi Pappy. And so, um, or he loves Pappy Zappi. I don't know. Whatever. Who cares? Um, they release him, and people are like, what are the Patriots cooking? What are they cooking? What's Bill cooking? And then they just picked up Bailey Zappi and put him on the practice squad. Yeah. So right now, the only quarterback is Mac Jones. I don't understand why they would do that other than them trying to say, hey, Mac, Mac, you're our special boy. Don't worry, because fans were chanting for Zappi. There's always been this undercurrent of can Zappi beat Mac Jones, but this was them saying, hey, pal, hey, bud, 
here's a lollipop. You're our special quarterback boy. That's sad. Because at point, some point they're going to elevate Bailey Zappi off the practice squad. He's going to be the number two quarterback. What is happening here? Like, why do they have to make sure that, hey, hey, buddy, hey, hey, Mac, we love you. Hey, come here, sit on my lap. You're our special boy. I think it's important, actually. I'm, I'm on board with showing your quarterback and giving him confidence that you trust him going forward. I think it's it's more of an underrated thing that I, I don't think people don't want to say understand, but it means a lot to Mac. It means a lot to the fan base. Like, you got to do those things, I feel like. It's, it's not the day and age where competition builds character. You know, you're going to compete your way. No, 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 no. Mac Jones, we drafted you. You're going to be our quarterback for 2023. That's what this is. Come here, Mac. Come here. You can you can sit in there. Yeah. You can sit in the fire truck, Mac. Come here. Come here. You need that sometimes. It's just really? really weird. You do. This man played under Nick Saban. And he got that dose of that. But you now lead an NFL organization. Like, like you drafted me at nine or, or ten. Welcome to the NFL. They drafted him at nine. Welcome to the starting role. Playing quarterback for our organization, we drafted you. We'll get rid of this. Is probably what he wanted, anyways. I don't. It's just uh, we'll get rid of that pesky Bailey. Yeah, you're our guy. Come here, pal. He's insecure. Nothing wrong with you. You need it every now and then. It's disgusting. Yeah, like come on. Like toughen up, man. Tough it up, dude. Uh, all right. So Jeanette, real quick, before we get to oh oh, uh, before we get to Jeanette, actually, Stone, could you tell us about the Marlins? Then I need to get you Jeanette for something. Then I need to go back to you for something. Let's knock it out of the park this season with the Miami Marlins. Lone Depot Park offers you the ultimate experience with plenty of ticket options. You can get single game tickets or invest in a Marlins membership that gets you even more lock in priority seating. Save on food and merch. Access to exclusive member events. Come out and support your favorite team this season as they celebrate 30 years of Marlins baseball. There will be promotions, giveaways all season long, not to mention the players. Jazz Chisholm goes yard last night. Sandy Alcantara eh, gets beat up last night. Gets banged up by the Rays. Alcantara. Really? You guys are not going to let me get to my punchline? Oh, sorry. I mean, whatever. You ruined it. And your boy, Luis Arraez. Get your tickets today and join us at Lone Depot Park. Visit MLB.com slash Marlins slash tickets. Uh, Jeanette is the the host of the Jeanette and Juice podcast on Subculture Radio. Friday nights at 5, 5 o'clock, 5 o'clock? 6 p.m. 6 p.m., I'm sorry. 6 p.m. Subculture Radio, subcultureradio.com. Jeanette is the host of the Jeanette and Juice podcast, so make sure to hear that on Friday. Now, uh, you did, you, you, you told us uh, before the show that you went on a, a coffee date. Yes, I went on a coffee bait lab. How'd that go? How was that? Uh, Miserable. (laughs) (laughs) So, what about it? Uh, The dude that I was exclusing with, the guy, uh, he broke up with me about two weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, whatever. You know, you move on. Who needs them? Uh, So, you move on. And I was bored at work, literally doing nothing. I was like, oh. I haven't, you know, because I think before I started this, dating this guy exclusively, I dismantled the roster. I got off the apps, the dating apps, redownloaded the apps, and I started talking to this guy back and forth for a little bit, whatever. And so he asked me out for coffee, uh, pumpkin spice latte. So at least I got that. There you go. I got my pumpkin spice latte. And he just started complaining about his ex. And that was- This is a first date? This was first, a first encounter? First encounter in person. And Jesus. we were talking back and forth about what we do in our careers, what we do, like things we like, music. We talked about all of that, but for some reason, he was like, oh, it's great, you know, but pumpkin spice, so he was like, oh, you know pumpkin spice latte? Yeah, I'm a huge fan. Oh, my ex was a pumpkin spice latte too, but she was a B. It started with a B word, and I was like, okay. And he just started 
dumping this emotional relationship trauma. And I was like, you know what? I got to go. So I left and I uh, deleted all the dating apps again. Jesus, man. Like, I'm not a dating expert by any stretch. But back in my day. terrible advice on the last one. Back in my day. Like if you if you if you're going on on a date with a woman, like there's eventually like it'd be fun to to have something happen with this, flourish into a relationship, and then you know get it in, like good stuff, right? You know what's not going to help that? My ex. And then uh, and get then a he, therapist. And then he asked me about mine, and I was like, "What does that have to do with anything? Like I'm not like what happened with my ex and I is between us." This it's none so, of your business. This makes sense, though, considering all the dating apps. Like, this is what they, they scroll, and they're going to find somebody to talk to. I was going to bounce say, their feelings and thoughts They're off. using Bumble to find a therapist. There are actual apps to go find an actual licensed therapist. Uh, That's how this works. They want somebody to talk to. Hi, Jeanette Javier. Let's go get some coffee. This guy hasn't spoken to anybody. Yeah. Hey, hey, young single woman. I'm so glad to be spending time with a woman. How's your coffee? Oh, good. My ex liked it, too, and she was a bee. I mean, he got me with that pumpkin spice latte. I think that's what it was, too. Um, but, yeah, go to therapy, man. Please like, that's do that. ridiculous. And, you know, I'm, you know but the last guy I dated, I didn't ask him if he went to therapy. But, you know, my mom chastised me. The reason why I'm single is because I always ask men if they've gone to therapy. It's time to start asking that again before I go out on the next date. Make online dating great again. Yeah, woof, man. Well said. Make online dating. Modga. I'm here for it. Modga. 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 Make online dating great again. I mean, I'm not, I'm not co-signing that. I'm not signing that. You don't like Modga? Uh, not, not Modga, just, you know, who wants to make online dating great again? Me. Jeanette. Please. Uh, oh, don't worry. Oh. Because once I get on those dating apps, who, would, who are the first people I tell my stories to to see if they're good for content for the radio? You two. Yeah. So you guys want better stories? Oh, Modga. You want me to go back <laughs> to Teslas and poor stashmen? That's what we're writing into, Stone. Oh, no. Get ready. Stone, Stone's, Stone's home life is so stable. Sorry, Stone. You've got uh, your, your true Americana. Blood. Hey, what can I say? This dude told a story yesterday. He was playing video games <laughs> in, his, in his boxers over the weekend. He's playing video games, had the headset on with his boys. They're playing NHL. Chell, as he put it. Chell. And, and got a knock on the door. He thought it was Jess, his girlfriend. So he started like dancing around the living room like, hey, baby. Hey, baby. Oh, no. And so he kicked his front door open, and it was the cops. <laughs> And the cops were called to his apartment because a neighbor heard him screaming and thought there was a domestic violence situation <laughs> taking place. And this dude wiping chips off of his stomach. Yep. Yeah. And yep. his boxes. Got Cheeto crumbs in his belly button. <laughs> yep. Hey, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Love that it, for you, it, I mean, it was, I was in my Tommy briefs and everything was out. And I'm just like, what's up, boys? <laughs> Like I know why you're here. I'm super embarrassed, and they're like, "Don't be like we game too. Like you should hear when we play how 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 loud we yell." So yeah, pretty 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 embarrassing, but uh, you know, no shame. So Uh, then he he became ready for my dating story, Stone. He came uh, became boys with the boys in blue, (laughs) Uh, bonding over Chell. All right, um, I wanna (laughs) I wanna write some trash talk here, some trash talk. Uh, Miami of Ohio, their starting quarterback. He is uh, he's a Gabbert. 
isn't he? Brett Gabbert. Yep, little bro of... Uh, What's his name, Bert? Brett. <laughs> Brett. Brett. Oh, okay. That is a Bert. Brett Gabbert. Little bro of Blaine Gabbert. So, so... Tampa Bay quarterback. Brett Gabbert is the starting quarterback. Pretty good quarterback, right? Miami of Ohio. I would not be able to tell you. I saw they had the 21st best <laughs> passing offense in the nation last Okay, that's year, huge. So that's what I'm going That's on. huge. That counts. So, uh, Miami of Ohio is taking on Miami. Miami Hurricanes this Friday night. At Hard Rock Stadium, a Hard Rock Stadium I will hope to not fall asleep in uh, on Friday night. Earlier this week, Brett Gabbert addressed local media in Oxford, Ohio. That is the home of Miami of Ohio. And listen to what old Brett had to say about facing off with the Canes. I think this plays off the same question, but the, the real Miami is where? In, in, in Coral Gables or here no, in Oxford? Oxford, Ohio. <laughs> Because you're around longer, you're just... No, I just think, uh, I think we'll, we'll show them uh, September 1st. Uh-oh. Let's hear Brett one more time. He says the real Miami is in Oxford, Ohio, and he's going to show them September 1st. I think this plays off the same question, but the, the real Miami is where? In, in, in Coral Gables or here no, in Oxford? Oxford, Ohio. Because you're around longer, you're just... No, I just think, uh, I think we'll, we'll show them uh, September 1st. Hmm. Now, sometimes I believe in bulletin board material. The last thing I'd want to do, though, with a team like Miami that is looking for anything, 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 anything to latch on to is to just, just poke. Poke like that. You're just poking. You're poking. I mean, it's confident, it's good, but it's, it seems to me, Jeanette, like that's unnecessary poking. Like, was, why are you doing that? It was stupid. It's it was a, legit stupid. I guess it's his opportunity to be in the spotlight. You're not going to play a program, the profile of Miami every day, even if you're the real Miami in Oxford, Ohio. That's, that's the biggest thing. Like, what's Oxford? No, like Oxford, comma, mm. Oxford College is the only type of Oxford yeah. I know about. Um, or an Oxford uh, shirt. Pants? What? You don't even know what that is. Nope. Uh, so, so Stone, how would you how would you rate that on a scale of one to five? Trash talk. One boy, that sucked. Five. Oh, that had an edge to it. Where are you going with old Brett Gabbert? I'll go with the two here. I think he was set up by the reporter asking the question in the first place, right? Because you, you got to think. You know, how else can you answer that? I would have said something along the lines of. Uh, Ah, oh, man, you're putting me in a rough spot. I don't want to be blasted all over Twitter. Really laugh and be like, yeah, but I consider us the real Miami. Just try to deflect it because you do not want to dig into that one, and that's what he chose to do. So I'll go two for effort. Now, what I want to do is uh, we, we heard that trash talk. We heard that trash talk. Now I want to hear from Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers, his trash talk was documented on the latest episode of Hard Knocks. Jets, Giants in the preseason finale. Between the two teams, and Aaron Rodgers played well. Oh, yeah. Threw a touchdown pass to Garrett Wilson. Definitely didn't throw an interception on this first pass attempt. Did you have to do that? Dang. No, that's not funny. That's not funny. It's not a rim shot. Did you like that, OMG? No, I hated it. You don't what? get a rim shot for being a D. <laughs> um, but he got into it, Aaron Rodgers did, with Jihad Ward, linebacker for the New York Giants. Here is the the trash talk as documented on HBO's Hard Knocks where Aaron Rodgers drops a I don't even know who you are. Uh-oh. 
Here's Aaron Rodgers. Bootleg out to the left, flipping it left. McCall Hartman. Bro, yeah. Goes with respect, bro. Come on, what the fuck is that? Five damn sets? I don't even know who you are, bro. I don't know who you are. You don't? I never heard of you. And the officials have to separate Jahad Ward and Aaron Rodgers. Drops back, lobs one, front left pylon. It is caught, Garrett Wilson. Oh, it's a jet touchdown. And I gave him the line that's uncome back with the bolts. I said, I don't even know who you are. <laughs> so Aaron Rodgers, Aaron Rodgers on Jihad Ward dropped out. I don't even know who you are. And then Jihad Ward was so shook by that. He replied, and he couldn't hear it there, but he replied with, a, I don't know who you are. And Aaron Rodgers went, really? Of course Jihad Ward knows who Aaron Rodgers is. And Aaron Rodgers is right. You can't come back from a, I don't even know who you are especially in a sports setting, you can't come back from that. You I don't know can't. what you, it's, it's Again, it's he was, done. Jahan done. Ward, so, it's, it's like, hey, you're an idiot. No, you're an idiot. Yeah, exactly. Up yours. Yeah, right. It, it, it's the same, Jahan Ward's comeback was the same thing, same neighborhood as that. I don't know who you are. But then you realize, if you're Jahan Ward, you say that, you're like, oh my God, I'm an idiot. I just, I right. just tried to tell Aaron Rodgers, oh, I don't know who you are. Um, that's a pretty good level of trash talk right there. And there's a good chance Aaron Rodgers actually didn't know who Jihad Ward was, which makes it even more stinging, biting. Because J- Jihad Ward knows he might not know who I am. What do you mean, Mike? There's a ten- 100% chance he has no idea who Jihad Ward is. <laughs> 100% chance. I love it. And Jihad Ward knows that there is a chance that Aaron Rodgers doesn't know who he is. Right. So that makes it doubly worse. One to five, Jeanette. One being the worst, five being scathing. Where does Aaron Rodgers lock in trash talk wise? A six. Yeah. Above the one to five scale. Way to absolutely ruin this grown man <laughs> whose job is just to come at you. Eviscerated him. The eviscerated shook. The petty level is unreal. Not only that, but the delivery, it came so quick and so genuine. I've never said this before. I love Aaron Rodgers when he's yeah. trash talking. Fantastic. That was really good trash talk. Fantastic. Matthew Stafford could take a page out of Aaron Rodgers' book there. Yeah. That's how you get tight with the young guys on the team. Like when they hear you do that. Yeah, when they hear you step up like that. So um unapologetic. So Brett Gabbert and his shot at the University of Miami got a two in trash talk rating from Stone. Jeanette, on a scale of one to five, gives Aaron Rodgers a six in trash talk against the Giants. Now this brings me to our third participant in the Trash Talk Challenge here on Ken Levick Alive. We're just a couple of years removed from Stone Lebanowitz, Southern Illinois quarterback, making a run into the FCS postseason. The Salukis went on a late-season charge. They took down two top-five teams in the nation with Stone Lebanowitz at the helm of the Southern Illinois offense. It led them into a playoff win, an appearance and a win on the road at Weber State. Mighty Weber State. Yep. Now, during the late portions of the year and into the postseason, Stone Lebanowitz was getting a lot of press in the Carbondale, Illinois region. He became a beloved figure, a household name, if you will. Wow. And Stone, when he met with the media multiple times, could not help himself. Just could not help himself. Stone, could we start with uh, post-win over Northern Iowa? This was you talking about uh, Big Fish. I believe. Listen to this cocky mother bleeper, Stone Lebanowitz, quarterback 
Southern Illinois talking about a big win, top five over Northern Iowa late in that regular season. We just took down two big fish, um, and they're going to be right on our wall, hanging. We just took down two (laughs) big fish, and they're going to be hanging right on our wall. Number one in the country, number five in the country. Can, it, can we hear that one more time? This is after you beat the number five team or the number one? Yeah, the number number five. five team in the nation, Stone Labanowitz, uh, making sure that the world knows, hey, we just took down some big fish, and we're going to admire them. We just took down two big fish, um, and they're going to be right on our wall, hanging. Hanging. The next week you went to South Dakota State, what happened? They beat us 45-3. to three. I got benched at halftime. <laughs> <laughs> but then... But then there was the playoff game against Weber State. So, Stone, you go out to Weber State. And so so this was a big moment for Stone. This was a big, big moment for Stone because this was, this was a playoff game. This is a playoff game, and this is Cocky Stone. This is him going on the road. And there's probably, Jeanette, I would say, there's nothing more satisfying than going on the road and you're performing well, and there's the hush of a crowd, right? Sure. Like hearing nothing, a pin drop. That, that right there, that's probably the apex of any competitor, I would think. it. Unless you're the other team, you know, specifically the Tampa Bay Buccaneers versus the LA Rams. Yeah. Uh, I, I will say this. Um, one of my best FAU football moments was the year that FAU almost beat Florida in overtime at the Swamp. Mm. And I will never forget... Forget the roar. Like the swamp is a loud place. I will never forget just how deathly silent that place was when FAU in the fourth quarter was knocking on the door uh, and really scaring the hell out of the Gators. It's, it's a compliment. so satisfying. So Stone, after the win over Weber State, I want you to listen. I want you to listen to in particular just how cocky. There's even like a cocky like sniff from him in the middle of this. Stone Labanowitz absolutely disrespecting the hell out of Weber State. It's- Waving goodbye to all the Weber State fans and everything. Was, you hear a pin drop in the stadium. It's my favorite part the whole entire day. Um, yeah, I don't know. Looking for someone. That guy. I mean, listen to that. Listen how cocky he is. He hasn't changed a bit. No. Can we hear that part one more time? You talking about what the best part of the win at Weber State was. Not me throwing that touchdown pass. Not my team winning. It was him taking a shot at the Weber State fans. Too many emotions. Waving goodbye to all the Weber State fans and everything. was... You hear a pin drop in the stadium. It's my favorite part the whole entire day. I mean, what a jackass. He hasn't changed one bit. At all. At all. And you know, my like, I'm willing to bet. I'm looking at you, Ken, because Stone's not in the room right now. <laughs> I'm looking at you, Ken, because I'm really sure that after he got the dub, he was already practicing his line. Oh, no doubt. He like, knew. he was yeah. ready. Like, that's why he nailed the delivery, where he was yeah. like, oh, too big, too big fish. Hanging. This like wasn't, you worked on right. that pause because you knew that was going to be the stinger. Yeah, this wasn't off the dome. Yeah. You definitely workshopped that. That's you rehearsed this. disrespectful <laughs> as hell. But is it right? No, it is far from right. Mm. That's all off the dome. How the kid's feeling. Oh, man. It's too big fish. Uh, I give that, I, I, I got to say, I'll give that a three trash talk. Hey, we'll take a three. I'll give it a three because I, I got to say that sniff, the, you know, that was my favorite part. 
Uh, that's good stuff right there. And if you're a Weber State fan, how can you say anything to that? It's tough. I even punted a ball right into the stands. The Weber State, the Weber State fans, they just let, let one fly. Oh, you punted one into the stands that's to celebrate? Story. Just sky high as soon as that <laughs> clock hit zero. You really are a cocky jackass. I love that. And I mean that seriously. I give Stone a 3.5. Okay. Nice. Because the fish on the wall, paws hanging, like you... Gave him like that double jab real yeah. quick, and I really respect the that. The delivery, your delivery was really good. Aaron Rodgers' delivery, really good. Brett Gabbert, eh, negligible at best. Uh, I think financial, they've dedicated September to their members. They invite you to join them as they celebrate member appreciation days on select days this month with complimentary Chick-fil-A lunch and a prize giveaway at all branches. One lucky person will win $50 at each event. Not a member in thinking of joining? Well, stop by your local branch. Visit IThinkFI.org. See how I Think Financial can start saving you money. I Think Financial wouldn't be who they are without their members. Visit IThinkFI.org for locations and member appreciation day dates. The biggest Miami Hurricanes controversy right now, the music the stadium is going to play in games this season, and you are not going to believe the music that's been presented to fans, the program of Soldier Boy and Trick Daddy, you won't believe what the fan options are for music this year at Hard Rock Stadium. We'll go through it when we come back. She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken LaVica Live on ESPN 106.3. Going back to Jeanette and my childhood, well, the developmental parts of it, the music taste part of it. This Sunday at I Think Financial Amphitheater, slightly stupid and sublime at the I Think Financial Amphitheater. It's a great lineup. Hell yeah. Great lineup. Slightly stupid and sublime. I think financial amphitheater. And how many tickets are we giving away, Stone? I lost the piece of paper four. you gave me. Four. four. Four tickets. We're offering four tickets. Caller number four. Four tickets to caller number four to see Slightly Stupid and Sublime Sunday at I Think Financial Amphitheater in West Palm. 888-760-3776. 888-760-3776. That's 888-760-3776. Fourth caller, caller number four, is taking, well, yourself and three friends, three family members, whatever, to Slightly Stupid and Sublime at I Think Financial Amphitheater. Caller number four at 888 3776 888-760-3776 has the four tickets. When we return, what the hell are the Hurricanes thinking? She's Jeanette Javier, the Dominic Queen. I'm Ken Levick. I'm live on ESPN 106.3. From the Anajar and Levine Studios in downtown West Palm Beach, you are listening to Ken Levick Live on ESPN 106.3. It's the Canes and Miami of Ohio Friday night at Hard Rock Stadium. Now, when I think Miami, Miami is still a very relevant, and we talk about this a lot. I'm not saying anything profound here. Miami is still very relevant. The brand, mm-hmm. the logo, mm-hmm. The lifestyle, the, the culture. Li- there, yeah, there's a culture. There's a lifestyle uh-huh. around it. Absolutely. A thousand percent. That's a great way to put it. And like Miami is my, and the university has tried to separate itself, but still to this day, the players 
and the fan base are proud of the fact that more than any other program in the United States of America, the Miami fan base is from and of the streets, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, Miami has that that reputation, that grime, that they, they, they are, the Canes are the streets, right? Like they embody the 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 culture of of South Florida and and honestly more appropriately the black culture of Miami-Dade County and the Latino culture when I lived in Jacksonville people were like oh you know Miami's part of South Florida I was like no 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 Miami is its own dang thing yeah you can take Miami out of Florida and make it its own thing like Washington DC right 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 so, so when I think Miami, though, when I think Miami and I think music, like I'm thinking like Uncle Luke, right? Ricky Rose, right, right, give and, me Rick Ross, and and, and and I'm thinking, I'm thinking Trick Daddy, yes. like one of the best representations hip hop wise of the 305 Trick Daddy, like I, yes. like this, <laughs> this is the Canes right here. I can't tell you, tailgate in stadium, Trick Daddy. I'm also. I'm thinking Soldier Boy. He might be from Chicago, but the Canes, Canes fans, they adopted this. Absolutely. A vibe. It's a total vibe. I got good. And nobody's. This right here, like this is Hard Rock Stadium. This is Cane game, Canes games. When the Canes are rolling, this is playing. You. You. They do this in the suites too. Absolutely. From the streets to the suites. Hey, that's Miami. <laughs> yeah. So, so. Hold on, hold on, hold on. That wasn't a joke. That was a bar. That's a fact. <laughs> Those are facts. That wasn't though. a joke. That was a bar, Stone. Uh, so, so <laughs> my wife and and thousands of other Miami Hurricanes season ticket holders got an email on the 28th, the 28th of August. What is today? The 30th. So two days ago. And the email, and I'm showing it to Jeanette, so she knows that this is not fake. Here's the email right here. Okay? The email reads, choose the songs you hear on game day. Again, this is from the Miami Hurricanes Athletics Department. (laughs) Check the box next to any and every song you'd like to hear this season and help us create the best environment in Hard Rock Stadium. This has got to be good. There are about 50 songs that are up for this, okay? Now, I don't want to play them yet, but I'm going to give you an idea of what's on this list. It is not Soldier Boy, or not just Soldier Boy. It is not just Trick Daddy. Some of the options are Africa by Toto. Um, I like that song, though. That song... But it's not Trick Daddy. It's not Soldier Boy. It's not Uncle Luke. I thought you were going to hit me with worse ones. Dancing Queen by ABBA. Okay, that's bad. That's bad. Hollaback Girl by Gwen Stefani. What, a UM game? Mm Mm-hmm. Not good. Footloose by Kenny Loggins. That's miserable. How about any Morgan Wallen song? Is that literally what it says? No, it says uh, Last Night by Morgan Wallen. Promiscuous by Nelly Furtado and Timbaland. Yeah, baby. And it's promiscuous girl. So if they just wrote promiscuous, mm-hmm. they wrong. I don't what, know. About that. What about I Want It That Way from the Backstreet Boys? I guess everybody's singing. Wannabe 
by the Spice Girls. Uh, I can't argue that one. So you can imagine why my wife and thousands of other Canes fans who Stone are used to Trick Daddy, used to, to going into Hard Rock Stadium and hearing this after Canes touchdowns, after big plays. Kieran Soldier Boy as the team runs out onto the field in the smoke. You understand why Canes fans are a little, well, lukewarm on Morgan Wallen and Footloose. And ABBA. Oh my God. So. It's a touchdown. So shut this down for a second. Shut this down for a second. Let's role play real quick. Let's play a hypothetical. Stone, just give me give me a, a Kane's receiver. Let's go Jacoby George. All right, Jacoby George. All right, here we go. Uh, they're playing Miami of Ohio? Yeah. All right. Uh, second 11 from the Miami of Ohio, 31. Tyler Van Dyke out of the shotgun. Takes the snap. Three-step drop. Looks to his right. Lobs to the right side of the end zone. It's caught to Kobe George. It's a Miami Hurricanes touchdown. See why that doesn't work? Let's do another one. Let's do another one here. Let's go uh, Ray Ray Joseph. Ray Ray Joseph. Uh, Fan favorite. Uh, so receiver? Yes, receiver. Okay, Ray yes. Ray Joseph. Ray uh-huh. Ray Joseph. Um, the ball at midfield. Three receivers to the right. One to the right. Uh, one to the left. Wait, who? What's his name again? Ray Ray, Ray, Ray Joseph. Joseph. I should probably, Ray Ray Joseph. Let me write that down. Hold I, on. You'd call him Nathaniel Joseph. Uh, um, proper. Oh, no, Ray Ray. It's Ray, fine. Ray. This is the Canes. Here we go. Ball at midfield going left to right. Tyler Van Dyke under center has three receivers to his left and a sole receiver to the right-hand side. Takes the snap. Looks to his left. Flushed out of the pocket. Runs to his right. Fires on the run. Ray Ray Joseph catches in the five. Walks into the end zone. Miami Hurricanes touchdown. That's right. Starship is on the list. Now, objectively, the song's pretty solid. To get the fans, Canes fans, fired up after a big play, uh-uh. How about we give the defense some love here, Stone? All right, let's go uh, Cam Kitchens. Cam Kitchens. Sack? Sack? No, INT. An uh, INT? Let's go pick six. A pick six? All right. Uh, what's his... Uh, uh, so Cam Kitchens... Number 24. Brett Gabbert, well, right? Well, changed his number. Cam Kitchens now wears number five. Okay. But yeah, Brett, Brett Gabbert. Brett Gabbert. All right. Uh... Gabbert has Miami of Ohio at their own 25-yard line. Gabbert works out of the shotgun, had the 21st best passing offense in the nation a year ago. Four receivers to the left, empty on the right side, takes the snap. Pressure coming up the middle. He rolls to his right, throws across his body. It's intercepted by Camp Kitchens in the 40, running down the right sideline. He's going to go. Touchdown, Miami Hurricanes. Yeah, I'm not feeling this. I got to be honest. <laughs> I think we got one more in us. We got one more in us. All right. Uh, what should? Uh, who should we give some love to now? Let's go, Mark Fletcher, running back, finding the end zone. All right, Mark Fletcher. Should we do a long run? Should we do a bulldozing run at the goal line? How let's, should we do this? Let's, let's do it from the thirty. From the thirty. All right. Here we go. We can do a bulldozing run from the thirty. Yeah, yeah, here we yeah, go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. Uh, all right. From the thirty. <laughs> The Hurricanes are driving at the Miami of Ohio 30-yard line. I set formation behind Tyler Van Dyke. Van Dyke takes the snap, turns, gives, 
And it's Fletcher. Fletcher starts left. Bounces off a man. Oh, a stiff arm at the 25. Fletcher, he is on the run. Cuts to his right to the 20. Angling right. 15, 10, 5. Miami Hurricanes. Touchdown. These are all songs, by the way, that are on this Miami Hurricanes song list for the fans. All of them. We're not making this up. Uptown Girl, it's there. Dancing Queen, it's there. (laughs) Nothing's going to stop us now. Starship, it's there. So, Canes, Canes, you got to be better. You've got to, you've got to be better. Like you just do. How are we doing on time? Can we try? Uh, can we try a little Toto? <laughs> we can try, right, a let's try a little Toto. Maybe that'll work. I don't know. This is Xavier Estrepo. Let's go sixty-yard touchdown pass. <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, the Hurricanes start this drive at their forty-yard line. Tyler Van Dyke out of the shotgun. Trips to his left. He's got a receiver to the right, and they're overloaded on the right side of the line. Van Dyke takes the snap. Looks right. Quick throw. Restrepo breaks a tackle at the forty-five. He's headed down the right numbers midfield to the forty to the thirty. He's gonna run into the end zone. Ten-five. Miami Hurricanes touchdown. Go Kings! <laughs> you know what doesn't work is Starship, though. I, I really don't think. Touchdown, Kings! Dancing Queen, I feel like, was the best one, though. <laughs> Touchdown! Touchdown, Miami Hurricanes! <laughs> Especially if it's a dip defensive play. Yeah. Yeah, you make get, it to the end zone right. and you're the dancing queen. Or you now. get blown up at the 40, helmet flies off, and you get this. <laughs> Holy crap. <laughs> Canes, be better. Be better. Be, just just be better. That's Jeanette, that's Stone. I'm Ken. We'll be back tomorrow. What are we doing? Who you freaking knows? Bye-bye. <laughs>